Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Thursday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. If you haven't already and you're on the socials, why not? It's not like a real militia. We'll just call it that, guys. Calm down. The Orange will hit the road to face the 12 and 8, 8 and 6 in the ACC Yellow Jackets this Saturday at noon. We'll let you know what we think about that. We'll hit up all of the latest Cuse news, which there was some to drop. So we'll get into all that right after this. As soon as I find it here, here it be. You guys know. I'm going to have to tell you, Bet Online is the title sponsor for this show, the Cuse Militia and Armchair Media. As you well know, everything's in full swing right now except for, well, football, I guess you could say. NASCAR, NHL, and baseball's coming up too. We got that looking forward to in what? A couple months? A month? Right? Aprilish? Something like that. A month yeah. and a half. So, anyways, all of that's going to be ready for you. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. It's free. Head over to the website today, use your mobile device, sign up, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code ARMCHAIR. Bet online. I say it twice to make sure you heard me. That's how we do it. That's how you do it. Bet online. You're online sportsbook experts. Thank you. Bet online. Okay. So. Uh, we we want to get into Georgia Tech, but first, a bunch of stuff kind of – there's a couple of things that we talked about a little bit. So uh, the first thing is, Joe, I'm going to rip through this, and then we'll hit back what you want to hit back on, okay? Kevin Lemieux, mm-hmm. uh, six foot four, 252-pound defensive lineman. He'll enter the transfer portal, according to Syracuse.com. Also – uh, it is now confirmed that Syracuse did hire the offensive line coach, uh, uh, Mike Schmidt. He'll replace the departed Mike Cavanaugh. So that's official now. Uh, we recently talked about in the last show with James. We did some buy, sell, or holds. We speculated about Dole and Brahma returning. Dole at the time, Dole Jai, 
He was quoted in Syracuse.com as saying, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm just thinking about the next three games and really just our next game, Georgia Tech. I'm not thinking about it right now. And I'll decide after the season. So basically, he's going to decide after the season. So we'll know once the season's finished what Dole's plans are. So, and also... On the flip side of that coin, when you were talking about Sadibi, he was quoted as saying, it's a great plan in deciding to come back, he was talking about. I'd always love to play again. That's something I've got to get healthy, and then at the end of the season, would like to talk to Coach about it. Me and Coach have talked about it and see how it's going to go. It's not that I haven't made a decision in my mind yet, but after the season, probably a couple weeks or whatever, I'm going to talk to Coach about it, so we'll go from there. Okay. A little bit more player news. Okay, Tiana Manjikahia, she has decided not to return to Syracuse next year. She feels like she's ready for the pros, and she will try uh, her hand in that. So her final game, just for the record, will be in the Carrier Dome. This is according to Noons. Uh, this Sunday against number 2 NC State. Tip-off is set for noon. It'll be on the ACC network, but there's a lot of no fans, fans there. They're going to well, – sure, that's – we're past the deadline. Oh, there's going to be – oh, yeah, that's right. There's going to be fans. That's right. So, yes. you know, uh, she's obviously been a fan favorite through all of her adversity that she's gone through and just being on yes. the team for as long as she's been. And um, let's give her a hell of a send-off. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. It would be amazing. Absolutely. Get packed that place with however many they allow in. However there. many they allow. Exactly. So they said and 10%. I hope we do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They'll show up, obviously. I don't – I, I – I have full faith in Syracuse fans that they'll show up. So, yep. if and anybody interested in the women's team, they are playing, playing tonight, tonight on the ACC Network, eight o'clock against Boston College. Which many of you, being at six thirty-eight on Thursday, may not even hear this in time. But mm, you true. know, and we do have the capability, by the way, of um, going live, streaming on our own station via the interwebs, and we would like to set something up to. Do a live fan feedback thing. I think Saturday after the Georgia Tech game would be great. I think it would. Uh, it's a must win. Uh, we'll know. You know, it's, it's a must win. It's not the last hope, but it is a must win. Is it fair to say? Yeah. Eh, eh, okay. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. So, And by the way, that game tonight, uh, the women's game is actually at the Dome. So. Oh, so yes, there'll be is. fans there. There should be fans there. Yeah. Okay. So we'll well, great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, as far as the live thing goes, we what we'll do is we will just record the fan feedback segment. We'll try to get on here right after a game, and I'll announce it first on on social media. But uh, there'll be a call-in number, but you can listen live and, and listen to us go through the fan feedback as it comes in, or you can give us a call. Obviously, I can only take one call at a time. So if it rings, keep, keep trying, okay? So yep, I want yep, yep. to hear from you. Been wanting to do that for a while now. It's harder to coordinate than you would think. So uh, a Saturday noon game. It could be a could be a good time to do so. So we'll see. That sounds sounds good. Sounds okay. good. But, so stop uh, hitting so going your microphone. Back to some of that news, though. Go back to the news. What do you want to hit? Well, just a little bit. As far as Kevin Lemieux goes, uh, I know he's a, a defensive lineman who he came in before we changed it to three three five, and um, you know he was a three star. Other notable offers were Army and Rutgers. So uh, again, we always kind of see with the transfers where they go and kind of where their mind's at. So 
And obviously we just had all of our seniors opt back in for their, for their, um, you know, year that they could take. So it's right. just going to be another year that he's not going to be able to, you know, show himself. So who knows, who knows what the real reason is, but, um, you know, only time will tell when you see where he transfers. So and as far as the offensive line coach, we hit him up a lot uh, when there was speculation uh, and obviously it came to fruition. So uh, I guess Babers was quoted today by um, Syracuse.com saying that, you know, he's proved he's, he's a proven guy that, that, you know, gets offensive linemen good. You know, uh, he just he's, he's proven he's proven to develop players. Yes. That's what he said. Yes. So, and uh, that are. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Articles on Syracuse.com that's up. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, right? I mean, Sidibe and Dolja, I know Sidibe, he had, there was some so, article on Syracuse.com about Sidibe, but it was locked and you can only be, you know, a member to read it. So, so I don't know exactly what's going on with that. But, okay. Uh, well, here's a little something I learned. I was tipped off on this by what the hell is that? You know what it is? Is that the dog? <clears throat> yep. Oh, okay. Um, so, I, I was tipped off by a listener that uh, said – if you if you're scrolling through Syracuse.com and you do want to see something, go to Facebook and look the article up there. It it you can get it through. Mm. It's not locked on Facebook, and I've done yes. it a couple times. By the way, I don't do this because I, I, I dislike Syracuse.com, but first of all, they're the biggest, right? So they get all the stuff first, and they got you know they got some of the best people. I would argue maybe not, but. Um, I think there's a lot of good out there. That's why I say that. Not to diminish who what they got over there and what they do, but I think there's a lot of good ones. So I usually go to Noons or Inside the Loud House or you know all these other ones. But if you go to Facebook, um, you can get through to the articles. So yep. I haven't had a problem. Anyway, so back to Dole. By the way, you know you we were talking earlier, and you know it was it is great to get these guys to come back, right? Yes. Everybody wants to see Mar come back. Everybody wants to see Sadibi come back. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be awesome because you get these veteran guys with experience out there. And, you know, you feel in your heart of hearts that, you know, we're going to be that much better. But what would be the downside of having these guys return again with all of the starters actually returning again next year? Well, yeah, you worry about the fact that, you know, I, there's a bunch of 
players right now that are or fans right now that are talking about well, what's up with the big guys. You know, we got you recruited three centers. They're on the bench. What's what's going on? Are they not ready to play? Are they not this? And I mean, there's a little bit of truth to that, but sometimes you get guys based upon what they can be in the future. And sometimes you need some time to, de- to develop them. So as much as it would be great to, you know, um, have Dole Giants and Evie back next year, uh, we don't know what that's going to do to the depth of that position. I mean, who knows if Bayheim knows already that maybe there's a couple that just aren't ever going to get there. But um, I would hate to see somebody transfer or I'd hate to see uh, some other player's development get hindered by that and it ruined kind of the few you know it's one of those things where you're, you're gonna trade the future for for one more year one, mm, yeah right. so there's always that question too and obviously you only have so many years to make money uh i talked yesterday or last podcast about um you know whether or not sadibi's knees are he whether or not he's even going to be healthy enough to play um, and we talked about his academics and obviously he's going to be successful in whatever he does, but, uh, Marek, he can make some money overseas and the longer he waits, especially with the wear and tear that he's put on his body. Uh, he's <laughs> to me, to me, I mean, the smart move for him would be to just go make whatever money you can make right now, unless he's got bigger plans and he just wants to play. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like he might be leaning towards that. He's going to weigh his options. Obviously, you know, he's he can be playing closer to home and things of that nature and, you know, being able to do something like that. I'm sure I'm sure that's probably the most likely situation. So, we'll we'll wow. see. We'll see. I don't I don't I don't know when you look at it. I'm one of those guys it's like, you know, it doesn't matter what I want. Well, I'm going to accept whatever happens and whatever it is, I just want to see us make the best of it. I don't want to sacrifice the future for one more year, but on one hand, you know, I love Mark. I would love to see him come back. So, and we didn't get to see Barama this year. I would love to see him come back and prove, prove what he can do and pick up where he left off before COVID killed the year last year. So there's a lot of, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. it is what it is. But anyways, um, Tiana. Did you see good, this Pittsburgh stuff? Hold on one second. No, I didn't. Uh, Tiana, obviously, Joe, we wish her good luck. She seems like she's yes. been around forever. She's a fan favorite, so we wish her luck. Um, what, Joe? Pittsburgh stuff. Get, are you breaking news right now? Breaking news. It's not breaking news. I it's think breaking news to one, me. It's one thirteen today. But it was twenty, oh. so tw- I guess twenty four hours ago. Well, more than that now at this point. Twenty nine, thirty hours ago, Xavier Johnson. Oh yes, I heard that. He he quit. He left the program and went to the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah. And and today, Audis Tony followed him. Oh, okay, hold on one second. Um, that's a quit, by the way. My opinion. <laughs> Mm. We have come to the mutual agreement that Audis will be leaving the Pitt men's basketball program effective immediately. They were so good this year. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know what happened. What is that all about? They have Justin Champagne still, but um, Xavier Johnson and Audis Tony, I mean, that hurts. That's huge. It's your point Mm. guards. Yeah, it's your guards. Yeah. Um, So, well. It's your defense. 
Yeah, I mean, those guys are, you know, Xavier Johnson has more has the most fouls not called in the history of the NCAA, according to Joe. So, <laughs> interesting, interesting. I um, I did hear about I did hear about Xavier Johnson yesterday, but I did not hear about Andy Stoney. So, anyway, all right. So that's it. They're both going to transfer portal. Yep. Okay. Well. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> it's going I'm on kidding. over in Pittsburgh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So. We will get into the Georgia Tech preview right after this. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. All right, a couple more things real quick. Bet online, you guys know. Bet online, that's the title sponsor for this show. Go there, use your mobile device, head over there, and sign up. It's free. It's free to sign up. All right, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online, they cover award shows, TV shows, and reality TV along with college basketball. Got the tournaments coming up soon. And NHL, that's in full swing. Professional Basketball League, they do their thing over there. And, um, you know, NASCAR, which is amazing. NASCAR, college basketball, that's kind of all you need, right? And the NFL, I guess, I suppose, right? NBA. And playoff, and playoff, and playoff baseball. What do you mean NBA? You don't even like the NBA. Shut up. Uh, head over there. Use your mobile device. Like I said, use it. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. If you use the promo code armchair, that's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code armchair. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Thank you. Bet online. Hey, one more thing. eBay slash sneakers. Look, whether it's rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With uh, And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you. And you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers, Joe. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. That's ebay.com slash sneakers today. Thank you, eBay sneakers. Preach. All right. The all-time series with Georgia Tech sits at 7-6 and six in favor of the Orange. The two teams last played exactly 
368 days ago, by the way. With Syracuse coming out on top, Dole and Hughes each with 20 points, and Sadibi with 10 rebounds. The teams are 3-3 three and three in the six games Josh Pastner has taken over as head coach. Georgia Tech is on a three-game win streak right now, and they're hitting their stride at the right time, as many teams are, most recently beating Virginia Tech 69-53. Also wins over Pittsburgh and Miami, not too shabby. 6'9", uh, 233-pound six, six, senior Moses Right leads the Yellow Jackets in scoring with 17 points a game. Senior guard Jose Alvarado, not far behind. Alvarado, he's hitting 43% from distance, 42 of 98. Also, junior guard Michael DeVoe, he's hitting threes at about 40% accuracy. Both starters, both a problem. Uh, well, all three of them are starters. All three of them are a problem. Georgia Tech <laughs> is 33rd in, Ken, in the Ken Palm rankings, in their 38th in the net rankings, making this a quad one game on the road. Joe, guard heavy. Got some good yep. shooters. Uh, also, you're, I think your mic's off, dude. Is your mic off? Huh? Is your mic no. off? It's not? No, no. It sounds horrible. Uh, guard heavy. They got some shooters, as I said. Also, Moses Wright, he's he's not only scoring Joe at will, but he's averaging eight boards a game. So, um, I, you know, on paper, this one really worries me. What say you? Why? Why? Hmm. What do you mean? The ability to score from the outside and a, a big guy who can do damage on the inside? That's like the worst combination we could have. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> Well, when you look down the line, like I looked at their box scores and everything like that, they really only go six deep. They'll bring in sophomore uh, guard Kyle Sturdivant uh, in little spurts, but he's averaged 12 minutes throughout the whole the whole season. So uh, most of the starters are the ones that play the whole game. So uh, Moses Wright, 6'9", like you mentioned, um, 6'9", 233, so he's a big boy compared to like Doljai, but... He's not, you know, 6'10", 6'11", 7 foot or something like that. And um, then Khalid Moore, he's a 6'7", junior. He starts next to him. Um, And then Jordan Usher, senior, 6'7", guard. Michael DeVoe, junior, 6'5", guard. And Jose Alvarado is a 6-foot guard. So uh, we do have some height advantages out there. Now they do play good defense. And... um, it's going to have a lot to do really with how they let them play. I think if they let them play physical and kind of let them play and not call a lot of fouls like they did against Duke, then I think that's, it's going to hurt, hurt us a little bit. Um, but realistically, um, I think that this game lines up kind of good for us as far as rebounding wise. Uh, but this team is filled the top six, the six players that play the most with Bubba Parham, a senior guard coming off the bench. Uh, they're either seniors or juniors. There's four seniors, two juniors. They know how to move the ball around. Uh, they know how to play with each other. They're going to be intense from the beginning. So uh, if we show up in lackadaisical and we don't have that um, enthusiasm, so to speak, or energy early in the game, then they can definitely come out and, uh, take a nice little lead against us so well the um, slow starts are a problem they're a big problem so as we were talking with james the other day about you know what the possible starting five could be after kadari got the nod in the second half against duke uh, i mean how do you how do you see that because 
really, it's been a problem the past yeah. two games. We, and Joe, well, and, and and look, I love Joe. Like I'm not one of these people that thinks, oh, Joe needs to go to you know, you know, Division Two. You know, no, you, no, no, you, no, no, you, no. you hear all that, right? Right. So right, I'm right. not thinking that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, for whatever reason, the consistency is not there. Kadari adds a spark. He comes out. He's always playing hard defense. We that's feel like that's yeah. something we're going to need a lot of this game. But we're also going to need to score. And we're going to need to be composed too. And Joe turned the ball over four times and didn't score a single point in the last game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know I know what I said the other day about him starting and everything. And I think again it might be a situation where this might be like you know one situation where Joe does start like that maybe one last time to give him a one last but. Also, like, it's almost a situation where we've almost tried everything that we can with, you know, not having a big man. And um, at this point, like, I feel like it might be our only option to kind of just hand the offense over to Kadari and just, you know, just have a situation where, you know, he's going to make mistakes and he's a freshman, but he's very, very unguardable as far as. You know, one on one. We haven't he, seen he too by, many. He can get by almost guys. everybody, right? Yeah. So, like, and that just clears out space for everybody else. If he's going to beat his guy one on one, they're going to come in, they're going to help or double, and he's going to have to make the passes and make the plays. And um, it might just be a situation where we might just have to, you know, go to that, have Joe come off the bench. And you never know. Joe last year, he had no pressure. You know, he was a freshman, he wasn't the highest recruit. He had nobody behind him nipping at his heels. And this year it's completely different. You come in, you do what you did last year. No, now there's expectations. And now you have somebody that's nipping at your heels. And every time he comes in, he's playing better than you. So maybe the pressure is getting to Joe. And on top of that, we're talking about a guy in high school that averaged pretty much 45, 50 points a game for the last two or three years of his high school career. He carried so, his team yes, every year, every game. He's more of a scorer. And now that we have a true point guard or more of a true point guard on our team, I think that it would just benefit him more to just know, just have a role. Even if it's off the bench, I think that he can. I think he can play fifteen to twenty minutes coming off the bench and still average double digits if he just comes out and goes ahead and just makes that damn you know all the shots and everything like that. You know. Yeah. Right. And also, too. I mean, not for anything. It's uh, it's go time. And when mm, coach right. talks about, hey, you know, I'm going to give, I'm going to put the people in that are going to give this team the best opportunity to win. Uh, right now, I think. And there's no doubt about it in the fans' eyes. It's Kadari Richmond starting, right? So maybe it's mm-hmm. time. To, maybe it's time to to make that move. And you know, we are. We got what four, uh, three games left. Uh, if if nothing else gets added after Clemson, and right. we're going to go start tournaments. So um, you know, we we talked about you know coach in the presser last game after the loss to Duke talking about one of the well he didn't say one of the forwards I guess we just assume that right did, did, No he said one of the forwards Did he Mhm Oh okay I thought he said one of the players He said no. one of the forwards I got gotcha. you Okay Um uh we we heard him say that you know he came no, up it was starters Starters that's what I thought yeah. Right we just, I mean, I assumed it was a forward after his comments immediately following yes, that yes, word. So, yeah, it was easy to kind of connect the dots there, but yeah. Right, right. So talking about 
back to my point, if Joe will stop interrupting me, that one of them came up to him and said that they didn't play defense in the first half. Like, I mean, that's a that's a concern. That's a huge concern. It should be a concern for everybody. And that's not a Joe problem. I mean, Joe does try to play defense. He's had his moments where he's been shooting bad and bad offense yeah. is the bad defense. But, right. um, you know, that's another problem. The guard, the yeah. the forward rotation on the zone, like coach was talking about, that's another problem. And I feel like we're twenty games in, and it's just like um, we talked about it. Well, I'll beat a dead horse here. It's a must win. On the flip side of that, if you know, it's a must win. I don't think it's lights out. It's not a flat line, okay? Because you got two good home games coming up. You're they're gonna have fans, mm-hmm. and we didn't even talk about this last time. We got two. We we mentioned it, but. It's going to test my theory of how big of a difference fans can make, and I don't know if it how many they're going to allow in. You figure you figure ten percent of thirty thousand is is the quick number, you know three thousand. So you know, it's good math. We thank you, thank you. Yeah. Do by tens, it's really easy. So that's yeah. why I made that an even number. But yeah. I feel I like three. I saw you counting on your fingers. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, you feel like 3,000 fans in the Dome, if it could be that. Let's just hypothetically say. Like, that's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Spread out or not. All right, Tom. It's going to be huge, Tom. That's Billy. Huge, Tom. Billy. Billy Fusillo here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely help. But, uh, I mean, I think some of the keys that I look at is uh, you look at Jose Alvarado. He's, He's averaging three steals a game. He's a problem. Um, and by the way, when we beat them last year, I don't think he played. I think, yeah, I think that was the case. Yep. So, yeah, it's a, it's it's a situation where him and Michael Defoe have been um, very good outside shooters, and Moses Wright has kind of been doing his thing down low. I think you know if if I'm Jim Beheim, I'm looking to try to attack Moses Wright. Um, Get him in foul trouble. Really, yeah, because you're looking at you have Marek who's six ten, you have Quincy who's six seven, and I know they have Jordan uh, or Khalid Moore who's six seven. So that's one of the two is going to have to guard one. And I, th- I mean, I kind of like the matchups there. Um, maybe not. I mean, whoever Moses Wright goes against, then it's not a great matchup. But the other one, uh, Khalid Moore, will definitely be a decent matchup for us. And um, just trying to attack Moses Wright and get him in foul trouble because they really don't have anybody his size that's ready to come in and do what he does. Uh, and I think the other thing to really look at is um, Jose Alvarado, obviously, to me. Um, he's that pesky guard senior that seems like he's been here forever. Yes. And, yes. Um, I mean, he's only six foot, but sometimes skilled. when you get those – when you're very skilled and you're confident and you have that defense and you're a little bit shorter, sometimes being that low to the ground helps with steals. And I think that even if Kadari starts – He's going to kind of be right there on his pocket, right there on his hip, and he's going to give him him troubles. And I think he's going to give Joe troubles if he's in there because they're similar size as well and he's quicker. So uh, that matchup right there, it scares me. And I'm not saying that Kadari can't be kind of careful and be successful against him at times, but I do think that if it is Kadari and they are going to go, 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 whatever, you know, like there are, you know, Jose's going to get uh, the best of him a couple times. And uh, I hope that he just keeps his confidence and uh, he can keep going because really Kadari right now is the only hope of 
this team making the next step as far as offensively to be able to and defensively to be able to to get these wins that we haven't been able to. But this is one of those teams that's guard heavy, not that tall. So, again, look at the we want to have big free throw numbers and look at the rebounds. And um, yeah, the first time well, we didn't win the rebound battle, so we've never lost a game when we won the rebound battle. But when we've kept it close, other than. Gosh, there was there was one, but when we've kept it close. The games have been good, if not one. So, except for well, except for Duke, <laughs> we were only negative two on the boards there. So, anyways, all right, Joe, you know what time it is? Time, game time. Who? It's it's prediction time. So, oh. I am on a straight roll right now. I really am, yeah. and I'm I'm very proud of that fact. Yeah. So, mm. I'm gonna we'll see. I'm gonna give Joe the honors. Um, since he's playing oh, from so me many, so many, since he's playing from behind, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna let him get the first shot. Oh Lord! And Joe, I know, right, I well, know you hate it, but let's I, be honest. It's fun. I know, I do, I know, I do, I know. I'm gonna go seventy sixty five Syracuse. Seventy sixty five Syracuse. Yep. Boy, that, yeah, that came quick. I mean, I look at I look at Ken Palm. Uh, overall offense efficiency is at twenty. Defense efficiency is 58, uh, so I do think that they're going to give us problems on the defensive end, and we're going to have to play defense, and hopefully just having that random 2-3 zone in the middle of the year. I mean, if DeVoe and Alvarado, they get their shots, and we don't get on those spots, that's what we need to do. And um, obviously, hopefully, Moses. Our hope, I think, in this game is to get the, the ball to the Jordan Ushers and the Bubba Parhams, Khalid Morris, make them shoot it in mid-range areas and not very high-percentage shots. Um, I think Parham probably hit a couple threes and the, obviously the other guards as well, but uh, we really have to guard that three point line and uh, just make sure that Moses Wright just doesn't go off as far as offensive rebounds. I know, but I'm just going to go with recent history here and recent history being this year. Uh, Those things have not really been a thing. Mm. Everything that you mentioned we need to do has Mm -hmm. not, has not been, really a thing this year mm-hmm. so so i'm just i'm I love, just letting people know the guys you got to worry about okay um, i love the enthusiasm and the and what to look optimism for, you know? and what to look I, for you usually are pretty good at what to look for i love the optimism but on the road acc teams on the road this year are on on yeah on the road this year just haven't been great um, the home team obviously always has the advantage but even this year's been kind of a, a a larger trend i believe statistically so i mean i would <clears throat> man i hate to do this guys and i hope i'm wrong i hope for once i'm wrong oh god I'm, you're doing it again I'm, just to give yourself a chance <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I hope I'm wrong. I do. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go 78. 70. Georgia Tech. Forgive me, guys. I'm sacrificing. I'm sacrificing being right and hoping I'm wrong. For a W. Okay. So anyways, Uh what was what was yours? 7065. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you to all of you for hanging out with us. As always, we appreciate you to the end. Also, bet on mine. 
and eBay sneakers. Thank you. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.